0: Episode 21. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. A little less conversation, a little more action. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction in me. A little more fight, a little less spark. A little less fight, a little more spark. Close your mouth and open up your heart and maybe satisfy me. Satisfy me, baby. Good morning, Joe Renemy fans. I'm Asus. The man on the other side of the mic is EC.
1: Hey, good morning. Hey, Seuss. How's everything going, man? It's been a little while, a couple games in. How's it going?
0: I, you said it right. A couple of games in, and life is good, you see. I mean, we we have United football back, and even though, um, you know, there are no fans in there uh, and at, the, at the matches, I'm just glad football's back, and... Uh, it gives me actually something to, you know, us something to do and talk about, uh, but you know, sport is back, and I think that's kind of the big equalizer in all this COVID COVID mess we got ourselves into.
1: Yes, no, I agree because it's getting crazier. So to have some normalcy is uh, it's refreshing. It's actually nice to see. So it's been good.
0: Uh, I don't know if you noticed uh, the game from two days ago. <clears throat> I think Old Trafford has probably done the best out of all the stadiums. Um, did you see the, 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 uh, pictures of all the fans? And I think there was supposed to be like 40,000 pictures of all the fans in, in the stadium. And with the, 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 the music, the, the, noise that the NBC sports pumped in, it looked like there were fans in the stadium. I mean, I don't know. Did, did you get that feeling?
1: Yeah, no, I, they've obviously done the best, uh, for me. I, I didn't like, uh, cities didn't look very well. Was just kind of banners, I guess, if you want, uh, posted around, um, so, no, I, I think they've, they've done a, a great job. You know, it's as good as it can be. Um, I actually have wanted to kind of try uh, the no, the, the no uh, noise just because I'm a, I'm a geek about wanting to hear what the players say. I, I sent you that deal that uh, McGuire. Uh, McGuire said to Shaw, and I'm sure, you know, that's not uh, the only soundbite that these journalists are, are, are able to hear um so um but no it's it's been cool they've done a great job they've got to do the best with what they've got and they've they've absolutely hit it out of the park
0: it's pretty cool on the on the the, not the scoreboard but the signage the video signage on the sides of the pitch they have um obviously actual fans like you know skyping in or zooming in and watch you know as they watch the game that's pretty i think it's a pretty neat idea i know it's not just united there are other teams that do it but you know just to get fan involvement and and try to get that aspect i think that's been pretty uh it's pretty fresh because they don't do i i've I've not seen that in the bundesliga
1: no bundesliga really hasn't i mean they've piped in the the sound obviously which Mm. is there um and i think they'll run some of the clubs will run the uh some fan pictures at the very bottom kind of like that little logo area the little board at the bottom but um no, I, I would have to say, you know, the the, the piping in of the sound—that's pretty much everyone's, you know, got that down. But as far as the fan involvement, I think United's got that. They've got it pretty much, pretty much a wrap on 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 getting the fans involved or as involved as much as you can um, down to a science.
0: No, it was it was. A, I mean, it was very enjoyable to see a match in Old Trafford, and uh, let's uh, let's hope we see uh, let's hope we see some more victories at Old Trafford. Um, <laughs> All right, let's talk about the first match. Easy, Tottenham, Manchester United. Uh, was was it pretty much some something you expected? A match that you expected? Obviously, we you know we we faced uh, Jose Mourinho, and and we know Jose's tactics because um, he was our co our manager. Um, did the game go as 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 you expected? And what what? Even though it was a draw. What did you take out of out of the match?
1: Um, I took out of it that you know it was kind of what put it. It's what has me on board for saying that he he and Ole is um, going to be someone that you have to put in your archives as far as managers are concerned as putting us in the best position for the next person because Mm -hmm. his lineups to me were just, they didn't make any sense. Um, I, I I understand that a lot of fans around the world wanted Pogba to come off the bench because he hadn't played in so long, but I just felt like, um, it had been almost three months. And so it was kind of like a new season for everyone Mm -hmm. And so I just felt like with Bruno already being there and being so creative, I I felt like putting a Pogba in there to start, I felt like with a lower block that Jose likes to run, I mean, park two buses, let's get two people in there that can actually break it up and and make something happen. Um, James, another one, um, I just, I I, I like James, I'm not like, I hope that people don't think I'm trying to rip on him every time I talk about him. Um, But he doesn't have that um, technical ability yet. He will get it. There's no way that you can stay at United and they're not working on him cutting inside and and becoming a better player. But against a lower block, um, it doesn't really afford him his best attribute, which is his speed. He can't really use it. I think he used it once and it worked. Um, He didn't get his head up, so the cross was off. But he did get, um, he was able to get up the field and do what he does uh, one time that I saw. So I just felt like, you know, the lineup was huge. It was a big, um, the big shout out to, to, to Ole for, for, I I felt like getting it wrong in that, in that sense. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, um, to your point, I did expect Jose to sit down. Um, I just felt like this was an opportunity because of who they are right now. Tottenham's not the best, uh, team right now. They didn't have one of their star players in Delhi alley. Um, I wanted us to come out and break down the lower block um, and it it took us a while before we got there. So, no, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting a, a very strong lineup. Um, and uh, it, it, it took him a while to get um, some, some key players in. Uh, he did that. So you got to give him credit for doing that. But um, I felt like if he would have started that way, um, I think we would have had uh, more chances and probably would have won the game. So
0: another question that I want to ask because uh, I didn't want to interrupt you because um, I have a bad habit of doing that, EC. You know that. I'm trying to. I'm trying to work on myself, EC. You're
1: um, good. You got to get it in when you get it in, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I don't think Jose parked a bus in that that game. I don't. I didn't see it. I didn't. I, I didn't. It was very surprising. I think. And and you talk about Dele Alley, right? And that was a when he got his suspension. I think there were the um a number of fan channels said that that's probably better for Tottenham because. Um, Bergwijn, you know, came in and he, you know, he, you know, he saw, you saw, you know, his speed, um, and, um, and, and Tottenham had been, been really playing well with Deli Alley um, in, you know, in the recent, in the re- prior COVID, I'm sorry, prior to COVID, uh, right. you know, he hadn't been really shining. So, um, I know a lot of people are saying that, you know, that's kind of a, uh, it was, it was kind of a, it's it wasn't a good thing for United. Uh, but when you talk about Josie parking the bus and playing a low block, um, I didn't. I, I thought that was gonna happen. You know, I thought he's gonna put everybody behind the ball, but it was a pretty open match from from what I from what I thought. Uh, at the you know, we showed a lot of rust, and you're right. The lineup, the lineup was what the lineup was. It was it was something you know that you know he gave the the players that got him you know on his you know unbeaten streak. Uh, was it 12 games? I want to say we're already at we're 14 games unbeaten. But prior to the <coughs> prior to the Tottenham match, we're at 12 games unbeaten. Uh, we're on a good run of form, especially with Bruno uh, running with uh, Fred and Matich. Uh, I don't know if McTominay was coming back, so that was a surprise because it was like Bruno, Fred, and Matic as Matic as the not the quarter not the quarterback, but kind of that defensive what?
1: defensive mid, right? He started Scott, remember? No, no, no. Prior to COVID. Oh yeah, no. I'm. Ta- I thought you were talking about the game still. No,
0: no, no. Yeah, but I'm saying it was prior to COVID when we we're on a yeah. good run of form. It was Fred yeah. and Mac- Matic, and then now he started. You know, because um McTominay was still coming off that injury. Uh, yeah, you know, he was slowly coming back. You know, that was, he would get subbed in uh, towards uh, you know towards the end prior. You know, like I said prior to we, the game uh, game stops of COVID game stoppage. I guess you could say. And then yeah. now he starts McTominay. So, if you if he wanted to say if you wanted to make that argument, you wanted to have some you know um, some cohesiveness, right? Like we were playing before COVID, he ruined that by starting McTominay.
1: Yeah, no, I just I didn't understand it. And and shout out to Scott McTominay, He mm-hmm. just signed another, I think, a five year deal. Um, deserves it completely. He's going to be a great um, player for United. Um, either starting in certain games or coming off the bench. But I just felt like um, it was one of those deals where if you look at it, look back at that game, I mean, Harry Kane wasn't even really involved at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I felt like they were really looking for us to do what we do, which is try to get onto the ball, try to hold possession and try to score, and then, you know, make a mistake. And we made a mistake. Um, I don't, I didn't feel like they really had too many chances. I felt like they capitalized off of us um, you know, first of all, Shaw making a huge mistake and then, it Cap, it, you know, just catastrophic events mm-hmm. happened after that from Maguire and from uh, De Gea, but I didn't feel like they really pressured us or or put too much on us. Um, like I say, Kane didn't really do too much of anything for me, Son. I mean, they, I didn't really feel like they were going to hurt us. I felt like mm-hmm. they were waiting for us to either make a mistake so they could counter and they just sat back. I mean, if you go back and look at it, there were several times where just about everyone was back behind the ball. And I just, you you have to put yourself in a position to break down a lower block, and you can't do that. You know, previously, I know we talked before, if you're trying to break down a block like that, and you've got Pereira and Lingard, good luck. You know, good luck getting any service into your forwards, and good luck doing anything other than spraying it side to side. So um, I think, you know, for me, I think, Maybe he was kind of giving a shout to some of the guys that got him there. But with three months off, I mean, you go with the guys that are that are in practice because that's mm-hmm. all you can do. Um, go off the guys that are in practice showing you good form and you start those guys. Um, they had played a couple games, I think. Um, so he had a chance to kind of see how they were, quote, unquote, game fit. Um, and so I, I felt like he just kind of he messed it up a little bit there.
0: No, and he did. Um, like I said, it seems like how could he break down a – even if you, you say a lower block uh, or parking the bus, how can you break it down with four attacking players and two defensive players, right?
1: Yeah, and you just leave Bruno to himself yeah, to, to really... I mean, I, I, I've i seen Fred put a couple of good passes in. I'm not I'm not slighting Fred, but I just think he's that he if you got... He's not a creator. Yeah, he's not going to... He's not that guy that's going to end that final third make that killer pass. He's going to really break up play. He's going to defensively get in and make Mm -hmm. tackles. He's going to break things up. And so um, same thing with Scott, you know, he wants to get forward. He wants to score that nice goal. He wants to, to get in and and make tackles, but he's not going to break anybody down. He's not, you know, he, he might run past somebody every once in a blue moon, but that's not in his locker. And so you leave, you're leaving Bruno to himself uh, to, to be creative. And that, Turns him into, you know, frying things, and I know that's making people crazy, and we'll talk about it later because I, I absolutely love it, but um, I just, I just think he had more in his arsenal that he could have started with, um, and, and, and it, and it showed as the game, as the game went on.
0: It did, and <clears throat> that's where when I saw the lineup, I think, oh, it's too defensive. Yeah, yeah I understand, and, and I understand we play with Matic and Fred prior, you know, prior to COVID, the COVID stuff, And we're, you know, we're creating chances. And, I mean, Rashford wasn't there. So, Martial, um, James, you know, um, who's he regularly starting up front? It was Martial on the left. You know, Greenwood would start. You know, there was, you know, even in the big against the big, big teams, City, Liverpool, Arsenal. You know when we got in the good run of form, uh, without Pogba, without Rashford, without McTominay, um, we're playing good football. <clears throat> but then when you saw the lineup uh, with um, Bruno at the ten, Fred and Matic, I just didn't, I didn't see creativity. Yeah, obviously because we've been we've been waiting for Pogba and Bruno. As you say, I think I read something, they're bromance together, right? The Pogba-Bruno Pogba bromance. Um, and we wanted to see it. Everybody was anticipating uh, that you know that to show up. And it did when, when, when Pogba came in. you know He was substituted uh, 30, it was the 60th minute, I want to say. Um, and he shined for that 30 minutes. And you know me, you see, I'm not a, the biggest fan of Mr. Paul Pogba. But I gave him the man of the match when I watched that when he came in because he, the way he was pushing forward, the way he's bullying people in uh, in the other half, I mean in the other box in the opponent's box, and you know it was him, you know his, his creativity that led to that led to the, um, the pen, right?
1: Yeah, no, he he put McGuire in the spin cycle and mm-hmm. or Dyer, sorry, uh, not McGuire, he put Dyer in the spin cycle and and just, I mean. It was it was ridiculous. But um, you're right. I mean, he he came on and him and Bruno were able to, you know, break them down a little bit better. And you could you could tell right away um, it it pumped everyone up. We started creating chances. And I think, you know, you know, if he starts him um, now, we're creating chances for an hour as opposed to creating chances for, you know, half an hour, 25 minutes. And so I think he knows that. I don't I don't think he's a stupid guy. I don't think he's, you know, clueless as to what's going on. I think it's probably, you, you make a good point, it's probably more to the fact of, look, these are the guys that got me here. You know, even though Matic didn't start, you know, Fred was there, um, you know, the back line was pretty much the same with Lindelof, and that that to me was another, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if by if, if maybe by gets to um, the striker for Tottenham, I can't remember his name off the top and maybe deflects that ball out of bounds. I don't know. He's a step quicker than Lindelof, so maybe, but you never know. That hindsight's 2020. But um, I just I just felt like, you know, this was an opportunity for us to really just set the world on fire and let everyone know that with everyone that we've got now back fit and healthy, we're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Clearly we're not going to win the league. That's that's overdone and dusted. But
0: I don't want to bring in a BC. I mean, sorry,
1: (laughs) I I apologize. I had to go (laughs) there, but clearly to show people like, look, next season, it's going to be tough. It's not going to be a 20 point, uh, you know, victory, uh, for, for whoever is going to be champion next year. We're going to, we're going to definitely be a force to be reckoned with. And I think if we can get a couple more signings, which we'll talk about later, I feel like the squad is there. I feel like, you know, this is probably, uh, the best squad he's had since he's been there with everyone fully fit. So, um, you know, the game, we got something out of it. We didn't get everything we wanted, but we still got a point out of it, which could, could turn to be a huge point who knows. Um, and so you have to take your, you have to be appreciative of what you can get. Of course, you're going to be upset because you want all three points, but, it doesn't always pan out that way. And so I think he understood what he did wrong. And I think you could tell from the next game. Um, but ultimately I think overall, um, you know, you got to give man of the match to Pogba. Um, Bruno nearly, uh, got another penalty for us. It wasn't a penalty. Uh, he, he completely fell down. Uh, the, the, the turf monster, if you will, grabbed him and threw him to the ground, but I thought we were going to get it. That was hell, I was out. Uh, it was Rushford. Was it Rashford that fell? I thought Bruno fell. Uh, it was Rashford. He sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure Bruno fell because it was they replayed like a bunch of times. Bruno passed the ball and then subsequently fell down on the ground. You had to play it back, and uh, he almost got it. Um, they actually went to VAR and they disallowed it, which they should have. It was not a penalty. No. no. But, yeah. but um, you know, still the same. Look, you, you get you get a point out of it. Um it, it keeps you close. Um it's not as close as you want to be again, but it keeps you close to Chelsea and you just gotta keep on fighting. And 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 so, you know, I I, I would give it overall a C uh, as far as lineups. Um, you know, I would I would give it for, for us effort. Um I'd give us an A for, for hanging tough and not uh you know, we were we were away as well. I know the fans weren't there, but you know, it's a different ground. So I give us a for just staying with it and continuing to compete and nearly getting uh, all three points.
0: <clears throat> no, I mean we clearly showed up a ring rust um, and it's it's understandable, right? We haven't played for so long. Um, we play away at tottenham. I mean I don't know if that's the case. And you know the I think we have a lot of pressure you see it's you know um top four is there. And I think what happened on uh, what happened with tying uh, Tottenham. I mean, we could have lost. If we lost, I think it would have probably been a um, a worse scenario for top four. Um, but luckily, you know, the people around us, Sheffield United, uh, they lost too. Uh, so it, <clears throat> excuse me, it um they lost two, So it's kind of like okay, we're still in the same boat. But Chelsea's on Chelsea's on a good run. They've won the last two games, so they're, they're, they're that gap is extending. They beat City yesterday, and then they won their, <coughs> who did they play on on Tuesday, Thursday, I can't remember, uh, or Wednesday, or when, well, last weekend. They won that match as well. Um, they looked like they were going to draw, uh, but you know they pulled it out towards the end. So that's what we have to look forward to uh, is, is catching Chelsea and the way we played against Tottenham. And obviously, we'll talk about Sheffield United here shortly. Uh, we're gonna need to pick up our game uh, because I know we've you've said we've talked uh, that our, the next running games in the league are winnable matches that we should win. They're expected to win, uh, but you know we haven't we haven't played our best against uh, the the lower the lower le- the lower league teams, and you know that, DC, because you know some people you know. But, Last you know, last fall, you had some lower league teams come in at Old Trafford and sneak a sneak a draw, sneak a victory, and I think we need to be more concentrate. You know, have more concentration and get that ring rest, ring rust off. But getting back to the goal, E. C. David de Geo, is he? What do we need to do with him? He's uh, he's had in the past two seasons. It's been past two seasons. And and I know De Gea has been a stalwart of ours ever since Sir Alex left. He's been the only constant in keeping us in matches and keeping us in games over the Moyes, over the Van Hal, over the Mourinho reigns. But the past two seasons, his... I, I'm not saying lack of ability because he's still young. Is it his mentality? I don't know if his head's in the game or whatnot, but... That burg the Bergwine um goal, I know you say Shaw made the mistake. Uh, obviously Harry Maguire didn't um didn't cover as well as he should. Should have. Was... <laughs> he shouldn't have you know, he should De Gea shouldn't have been put in that position. Yeah. But the goal you see. Was it a, is, was it a goal that De Gea should have you know, should have blocked or should have, you know, should have said, you know, should have made the good, should have made the save. I just, I just look at it. I'm like, I, I don't know. You tell me.
1: He's got to make that save. He's got to push that wide. Obviously, he put some fire on it, but when it's right at you, there's no reason why one hand is closed and the other one's open. He literally punched it into our goal. He's got to punch that wide, and he knows that. He's, he's been the best goalkeeper in the world. For at least two seasons at least so he understands that he knows that he made a huge mistake um, it's been two seasons like this where he's given up goals that make no sense um, I I don't see um, any disrespect in saying look it's business um, we have loved the de- the past decade that you've given us um, he's been on huge wages he's wanted to leave in the past So I don't see why at this point with the defense that we have um, and I'm, and I'm giving our defense props because I think our defense is one of the best uh, in the league. I think we're one center back away from being the best. Um, Dean Henderson's there. Dean Henderson's played in the league. Dean Henderson has had a good season. He's younger. He's going to be the England number one. I don't understand why, um, you know, people get into their feelings too much. It's, it's a business um, let's go ahead and, and and give him his roses after the end of the season, uh, and then ship him out. You can get money for him. I'm not saying you're going to get 100 million for him, but you can get 50 60 million for De Gea, um to a, another club, and then bring Dean Henderson in. You still can leave Romero as your number two, um, but I think it's time. I, I don't think you know two years of I, I won't even say. It's it's just not to his level anymore. I want I don't want to trash him because he's been great for the club. He's been our player of the year, you know, four times I think. Um, so I don't I don't want to trash the guy, but I just think that when you're not pushed, right? Dean Henderson has has been away on loan. Um, he knows Romero's not going to start in front of him. You know, mentally, what's he have to fear? If I screw up, if I make a bad decision, if I let the ball go into my own net. If I punch it into my own net, you're not going to take me out. You got to play me because Henderson's on loan. So I just think he hadn't been pushed mentally. It's difficult because you don't want to bring Henderson in and then leave him on the bench. Mm -hmm. That's stupid. That's going to just mess with his um, confidence. It's going to mess with his mental. He wants to be United. Number one, he just did an interview talking about that. That's his goal. So clearly, if you give him the number one shirt, he's gonna fight hard for it. He's not gonna make any stupid mistakes. He's gonna come in and he's gonna want to be the man. So, mm-hmm. um, it's been a decade. It's been great. Um, he's got league title, FA Cup, UEFA Cup. You know, he's 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 done done things. He's gotten trophies. Um, it's time to go ahead and 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 begin the Dean Henderson era.
0: Have they? Uh, as as the league announced when the. 2021 season is gonna start
1: um if they have i've missed it i'm not sure um when it kicks off i don't know if they get a month off or if they get um you know a couple weeks i'm not sure how that works i know you you europa league or not europa but um, european championships have been canceled so i don't know if that will help mm-hmm. uh with with everybody coming back but i i haven't seen it
0: because what i'm afraid of and, and this is a question that maybe somebody out there can you know you know, hit the boards or hit our page on is yes, I, I, I agree with you on De Gea needs to move on. There's a couple of questions to that. And Dean Henderson has proven his worth at Sheffield for the past two seasons. <coughs> getting him uh promoted and being you know, having Sheffield in, in in contention for um for Champions League. You know, from being promoted now they're in the, the you know, they're in the top, you know, top six, top yeah, you know, they're in the top ten. Let's put it that way. Being in the top ten in the Premier League is a is no small feat, especially for a club that was barely promoted. Um key questions I want I wanna ask. What what clubs in across Europe need a goalie that bad to pay as much as we're needing we're wanting for De Gea? And if the season, the next seasons come too, too quick, whereas we're not going to get our usual what, May, June, July, they start doing it. So say a month, month and a half, almost, let's say two months off, right? By the end of the season, and then they get their you know two month break. We start camp in middle of July. It's about a month, month and a half off. If we don't get that that similar break. And we're gonna end the season and then restart it here, like you say, in maybe a couple of weeks, maybe a month, with a team continuity. If we get rid of David De Gea and bring in Dean Henderson, being negative, uh, negative uh, for the team because they lost basically of the backbone, uh, the spine of the team that's been that has been the spine of the team for the past ten years, and now we're having this new this new person at the back. Is it gonna give the guys enough time to gel? And that's 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 something that's that that could affect the beginning of the season. And you know, as you know, you affect the beginning of the season. You can probably you know, and, and a team like Liverpool or City get on the run that they're on. Ain't you no know, catching them if you stumble out of the gates. So I I know we need to move on from De Gea. I just don't know I don't know if this shortened season is the right time. And like you said, if if if. If we want, like a you know, to recoup some of the expense that we've had for him, as he is a top goalkeeper, who's going to pay for him?
1: It's going to be rough um, with COVID because a lot of teams are going to be <laughs> cash strapped. However, I can <clears throat> I can absolutely see him in a Juventus jersey. I think Gigi's mm-hmm. forty, literally, um, and De Gea is twenty eight, and so you don't you know that UV's not going to want to let go of this championship run that they're on. Um, bringing in a quality, top, top-notch uh, keeper into that league with the players that they have, um, I could see them going on a on a long run. Um, so I could I could definitely see him playing for a Scudetto uh, next season. Uh, n- no, no question. Um, as far as um, cohesiveness, we all remember when De Gea got here; mm. it was a mess. Mm. It, it was rough. Took he did not seasons. get off. <laughs> to a <great> start. <clears throat> And I, I was pissed. I, I think every United fan was like, "What? Who is this kid, and why?" Um, and then he, you know, started to progress and he started to get better and he became one of the best, if not the best. So it It, it will be rough. Dean Henderson will come in, and it's going to look weird because it's a new keeper between the between the sticks. We haven't seen that in a decade. It's going to be um, rough, but like I said. This isn't a kid who's coming into a new league. Um, this isn't a kid who doesn't know the up- opposing players. He's played against them. Um, he knows uh, the guys very well, um, and he wants it. This is this is a, this is another situation where we have a player just like Gallo who wants to be here. He he absolutely is dying to be United's number one. So, do I think it'll be rough? Yes, I do. Um, you know, do I think he could make some mistakes? I do, but I do think he is a, he's a quality keeper. Um, he has potential to be great. Um, we just have to give him an opportunity. I think the longer we wait, mm-hmm. you've got to think Henderson's going to be looking at his agent saying, look, if it's not going to be United because they continue to for the past two years, let this guy make mistakes. And they still don't promote me to the number one, to the number one keeper. Why don't I just go somewhere else? You know, or or just sign long term here at, at uh, Sheffield, where well, we're doing pretty damn well. Um, and then if that happens, and we we keep going down this path of mm-hmm. well, if it wasn't for De Gea again for the past two seasons, I think we come out with egg on our face. I think again, you've gotten great great production out of De Gea again to, to come from where he came from, and you remember he got there and he was letting in goals and and doing things that we just. We weren't accustomed to from the mm-hmm. from the goalkeepers that we've had, but he has cemented himself in that top tier um, of keepers. We've had we've had great keepers at the club, great keepers, and he fits into that mold. He's just not there anymore. It's his time to go ahead on and move on. So, like I said, I can see him in a different shirt. Bring Henderson in. Maybe it's a little bit shaky, but I think he gets it. I don't think it's going to take him as long to to become acclimated to what's going on. Um, and I think we'll be fine.
0: I think this is where Ole needs to show his ruthlessness, like Sir Alex did, right? Sir Alex, you know, there, there are several players that, you know, he just like said, you know what, we're going to we're gonna sell you. Uh, thank you for everything. You're a club legend, uh, but we're going to move on. <clears throat> and I think that's where we've we seen Ole cut, play, cut dead wood, but I think something like this, it, it'll cement, you know, not saying it's cemented like Sir Alex, but, it'll It'll bring that um you know that fear factor, you know, and I think probably the players could will see that if if he he, t- he says that to De Gea, we're going to move on and thank you for what you've done.
1: I don't think he does it because of the pressure where he talked about how he still feels like he's the best in the world. Mm-hmm. I think Da is in a in a united shirt until he's thirty. I just think it's one of those things where it it will come back and bite us in the butt, but i don't I don't think he's going anywhere
0: well. We'll see. Yeah. Well, speaking of Dean Henderson and, and his um, and his current club, uh, Sheffield United, um, we 3 0 win, you see. 3 0 win to Sheffield United. Uh, and your boy, Mr. Tony the Tiger, scores a hat trick. I know we've gone back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, uh, texting <laughs> each other regarding the game. I'm going to give you the chance, you see. Again, I've watched it twice You convinced me uh, You convinced me about this game And how it was a great match
1: Yeah, so, I mean, right off the top You gotta give Ole credit for switching it up Um, Not being stubborn Saying, look, you know It's gonna be the same situation Um, They're gonna try to get people behind the ball Because we're gonna possess it We're at home I'm gonna try to attack them hold the ball, make them run around in this heat, in this heat, excuse me. And, um, we're going to try to win the game. We're not going to let the game come to us. We're going to take it to them. So right off the bat, Ole gets, um, from a C to an A right off the bat, just from the lineups alone, uh, putting in Greenwood, um, Greenwood, I think gives you the ability to hold the ball Mm -hmm. and to make a smarter pass and even, and even score a goal. Um, if he can get it off, uh, get it off under his feet. Um, from that, right off the bat, for me, um, for us to be able to possess the ball, get it in their half, um, and I think we scored within three or four minutes. Um, a great a great cross in, a super, I mean, just smashed it in um, from Rashford. And then uh, Tony is exactly where you want your striker to be. I, I think Tony, I think one of the big knocks that he gets is that he doesn't get into the six. Um, he's he's always looking for it to to be outside the 18. He wants to, to dribble past, you know, eight people. Um, he wants to, you know, create make this beautiful Brazilian goal. Um, this was a dirty, you know, fox in the box. I mean, <laughs> I like that. in between I like that. I like that. in between the the I, I, you know, the, the defenders right there. Keepers right there. Do you want the ball or do you want the other team to get the ball? No, I want it. It's coming in with, I mean, thunderous pace on it, and he puts it home. Um, That's what I feel like everyone's been waiting for for him, that and consistency. Um, So for me, for him to get in, dig it out, get a goal, I thought it was great. Um, You go back again, look at the second one. Again, it's him lurking around where we want our strikers. He can, If you if you go back and watch it, he came deep, and he did receive the ball deep to try to get involved. He mm-hmm. um, did it a couple times. I, at one point, he came all the way to the half line just to get a touch and link in with play to get involved with the game. But again, another one comes in. Where is he at? He's in the box. He's where he's supposed to be as a striker. That's where we've all been crying out for and scores another goal. I'm standing still. Uh, Huh?
0: He was standing still like a statue.
1: Yeah, but I mean, he's there. (laughs) We've said so many times on this pod, he's never where you want your striker to be. He's always outside the eighteen, waiting on this glory ball, or you know, trying to go past people, trying to, and he he can do that. But we want our strikers to be in the freaking six. Like, get in, get in, get stuck in, make it, make something happen. Let us know that you want to outwork the the center backs that are there and be a number nine like get into the box and be where you're supposed to be statue or not standing still or not we don't want you standing still outside the 18 we want you where you're supposed to be as a striker scoring goals for the club because at this point he can't you know I've argued on the other side for Ollie and saying look there's nobody that's going to be able to give Martial service well guess what buddy that's over with you're going to get chances. You're going to get chances on chances on chances because you've got Bruno, you've got Pogba. Those two guys are are looking for you. They're looking for you deep, short, across the field. They're looking for you. They're not trying to do anything other than get you the ball. If they have an opportunity to take a deep shot, they'll take it. But if you make a nice run, they're trying to play you in. And, and so that's what's happened for him. The third goal for me, I mean – I don't know too many that are just going to be that relaxed, especially on a hat trick and flick the keeper like he did. I just thought that that goal was absolutely amazing. But again, we all, we all know he can do that. That, that part of his game is there. It's the consistency part that we can talk about a little bit later on. But if you're talking about a striker scoring striker goals, um, he's there. And if you look at where he's at, Everyone in the league has talked about how Rashford's having a great season. He's on the same goal tally as Marcus Rashford and has more goals from open play than Marcus Rashford because Marcus Rashford was not is, but was our penalty kicker. Now, now we've got Bruno here who's been doing an excellent job. So no slight to Marcus, but Bruno's making it happen. Um, And he's only three off the pace from the golden boot. Now you got seven games left in the season. I think he's going to continue to get chances. I'm not saying he's going to get 17, where I think it's Abraham and, and I think it's uh, Obama Yang who are at the top. No, it's Obama Yang, excuse me, with 17. He's got an opportunity to surpass that. You look at the way uh, Arsenal's playing, they're playing crap. He could be the, the best scorer in the league this season. I know he's not as consistent as you want him to be, but I I honestly, and I know that you're going to say, no, that's the excuse you have to be able to have players give you the ball. You can't, as a striker, get it from half field and dribble through 10 people every game and score a goal. you got to have patterns of play. And I, I'm seeing that. I'm seeing Basaka get, get down the line. I wish Shaw would, would cross it in more. But Basaka's trying to, you know, I think with Greenwood there, I think it, it makes play uh, flow a lot better because I feel like when James gets it against a defensive team, um, they, they, they closed down on him. He doesn't really know what to do yet. He will get that. Um, but no, Tony, I, I thought played a great game. Um, had a great presser afterwards where he talked about wanting to link with Rashford, wanting to give him assist, wanting to wanting him to score. Um, that's huge. It's huge to have two guys up there that, you know, are looking for each other. I think Rashford had two assists, you know, to martial. So I I like where we're going heading forward. Tony, the the biggest thing he's got to get the monkey off his back is the monkey of inconsistency. Um, You're not going to score a hat trick every game. I don't, I don't, if anybody thinks that they're clueless, but be where you're supposed to be, get in the box, score those tough, gritty, nasty. They're not pretty. The only one that was pretty was the flick. Everything else was grimy, in the box, nasty. It's not, you're not going to, no one's going to go, oh, it's it's just a goal. I don't care how you score them. I just want you to score the goals. And I think he showed that he's capable of doing that. Um, I don't, I, if people want to slide him still, I, that's fine. For me, football is about people's opinions. And I think people have to be open and honest about how they feel when players do good and when players do bad. So, you know, people will still slide him. Um, I think that's fine. I don't think it's fair, but that's because I'm on the other side. I like um, Tony. I think he's a great striker, and I think he's going to continue to get better. Um, and I think with the players that are around him, they're going to make him better as well. So, no, I thought he played. I thought he played great.
0: My turn. Yes, get on to him. Well, preacher, that was a good sermon. I really appreciate that. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: you almost, leave your uh
1: <laughs> leave your coins in the bucket on your way out with uh COVID. You almost had
0: me convinced, DC. I was about to turn the corner. <laughs> and and you know what? And you're right. I uh, Okay. I guess let me uh let's give a little backstory to to the fans here. Uh what did I say I compared Tony Martial to who what again? A championship striker?
1: Yeah, you wanted him to, to be in the championship, and he's almost, you know, he's almost the leader in the Premier League. <laughs> because of his first two goals, right? I re-watched yeah. the
0: game. I rewatched the game last night, and 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 you, you put it in perspective that I had to, like, okay, you know, rethink about it. You know, if, if Javier Chicharito, you know, was on the end of those balls, you know, or hell, even say Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, right? Ole... Was in the end of those receiving passes, um, I would have it, I would see be seeing it in a different a different tune, um, and yes, I I, you know, you you said it best consistency, and yeah. and Tony the only thing Tony Martial is consistent consistent is being inconsistent, just like Paul Pogba, and we'll get it we'll get to Paul Pogba here in a bit, and that that plays a huge part on what you can do and what and what kind of player you are. Because you could show up for the, you know, the, the you could show up one day. I mean, Diego Forlorn, right? For Diego Forlorn, you know? I mean, he showed up in what, you know, even though he still has a song about him, you know, he shows up in one or two games, and then look at him. I mean, he had a he got shipped out. He was a bust, you know? I mean, I think Tony Martial, and again, being inconsistent and not stringing, you know, because he got brought on by Van Halen, uh, hall, you know, he was, he, uh, he was ascending to what, what he's supposed to do, but he was inconsistent with that inconsistent with the um, Jose Mourinho. That's two different men, And he's being inconsistent with Ole. That's three managers and three different types of play. But again, uh, you made me think, um, uh, about if it was Chicharito on the end of those goals. So, I give you that credit. Yes, he was, I've always said he needs to be in the box. Um, His movement in the box, he needs to work on that. I mean, again, the second goal, he was a statue. I I mean, Basaka could have ricocheted off off a statue and it would have gone in. Um, He he did, again, but he was there. You know, he put his body there. He was there uh, again. Same with Rashford. He just put his foot there. It was there. You know, but I. I mean, I give both. I credit. I rather give. I credit both those goals to Rashford and Basaka. More though, more so to Tony. But like you said, if it was Chicharito, um, I would be. You know, that's what the strikers do. That's what strikers do. So I would like to see more movement in the box for Tony, and cuz there's a difference. If you see Tony in the box, you see Chicharito in the box, the movement of those two strikers are totally different, you know? It's it's where where you want to put your defender whereas, you know, where it's it's different. If you just look at those two strikers. Anyways, so I'll give you credit. Yes. And I and I said that third goal by Tony was class. Was great. I just want to see more consistency. You now now you now you've uh, changed my tune about him that of what you said about him being a striker. Yes, he's, I mean, gritty. I mean, the box in the fox, that the fox in the box, that's what you said. You Now you've uh, you've turned my head and I'm going to give him more opportunity because of, you know, of who you compared him to. And I think you're right. Maybe I'm being a little too harsh on Tony Martial um, and I need to have more of an open mind. But again, uh, Tony's past past the being inconsistent and you know being you know drifting out of games and you know his attitude and especially with I mean who I mean it could probably it oh, Jose's reign hurt his feelings you know and he drifted into a shell and he couldn't get out of his own way uh but again he's a professional footballer uh so I'm going to give him a chance his hat trick did you know put us on top and gave us the three points And like I said, his third goals class. That was, you know, class. I mean, I'm not going to put it on the Cantonal class, but it was, you know, what he did to the goalkeeper. I mean, it was great. So um, for you, EC, for you, my partner in this endeavor that we have, (laughs) I'm going to give Tony Martial the better, the better, uh, the benefit of the doubt. And Especially when we see, I mean, he might not play tomorrow. I don't know. It's a fun, It's, it's a FA Cup game, uh, but I will give him benefit doubt when we play Brighton on Tuesday. I want to say Tuesday. Tuesday is it
1: Tuesday? That's a, so. yeah, a quick turnaround. That's a quick turnaround.
0: So um, I will give him the benefit of doubt. But if he's inconsistent, you see, if he's missing chances, um, and he's not as, uh, and he's not as um. Apparent in the box, I do reserve the right to recant what I've just said um, and, and, and bash him. But speaking, I think of, that's fair. Okay. Okay. All right. But speaking of being inconsistent and missing chances, Marcus Rashford.
1: Oh. <laughs> 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 oh. He had a stinker, didn't he? Uh,
0: and it's rusty. crazy because he Coach had to
1: assist. Rusty. But his, striker wise, yes, oh, rusty.
0: E- he's rusty.
1: He's rusty. E- I, e-
0: e- I mean, his move, I mean, if his back looks great because he, that, that, he's running up and down the damn field.
1: you He know, he's is making, running his ass off. Yeah,
0: he's making good tackles. I mean, oh, he's getting God. back on defense. Um, but, yes, uh, his legs, you know, I mean, maybe I really hope it doesn't become a, a mental problem. You know, like a mental block. Like, a, you know, like when Chuck Noglock couldn't throw the second base or got it <laughs> in second and couldn't throw the first base. You remember that? yes back in the day i hope it does not become like that like a, like a mental block like oh man it's like oh, am i gonna score am i gonna score because he had granted he had several chances to score uh yeah the other day uh me and you both argued about the first chance and i think martial put him off the ball uh put him in, a, in a, when he was striding the ball was in his back stride um Obviously, you and the you and everybody else don't see what I see, uh, because um, the commentator said that you know he should have scored, uh, he should have put his boot boot through. Hell, even passed it in the back of the goal. Uh, but I think the you know the the pass was late, and they got the keeper got to it, and it was in his back stride. Uh, the Pogba assist, I think that's probably his best chance. You know, the yeah, Pogba he flick. He's
1: got to score that. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean. Yeah. And he, and he just missed it. He whiffed. I mean he could have put some power behind that and he whiffed. And then there you know, there's some other chances in the match that you know he had you know he had, but I just hope it doesn't become a mental block where, you know, he just gets a yips. I think that's what they call it, the yips, right? Uh it's just but but he's put in a shift. Um, like you said, assists. Um uh it's you know, rusty. He's rusty. I mean, he hadn't played since yeah. but before he, I- after Christmas, it's been a while,
1: and it, and and it's off an of injury as well. It's not just the break; he was he was injured. What so a back
0: injury as well. I mean,
1: that's yeah. I mean,
0: that's that's no easy feat. I mean, he had what cracks in his back, or I think it was, was right. He had fractured vertebrae.
1: Yeah, he he admittedly got ran into the ground. Ole kind of takes a little bit of slack for that. Um, you know, for for playing him too much. He is the type of kid that's going to run himself into the ground. He's twenty two, so he he doesn't. His body's going to, his mind anyways, is going to continue to run and run. And, and I love it. He will score goals. Um, he's going to get chances. Again, when, you, when you've when you got the two guys in the middle of the park creating, when you've got Matic breaking up play and getting it back to the midfield, um, they're going to get opportunities. Yeah. And he's going to score. I mean, he's obviously he's engaged. You don't get two assists in the Premier League without being engaged. Um, so I, I, rated him high that game, just as a striker, uh, he had a crappy game. I mean, let's just be real. He, yeah. he didn't play yeah. his best. Um, he's got it in his locker to, to play better than that. He's on 14 goals right now. Um, and so he's going to score. I I'm, I've got all kinds of confidence in him. Um, not just in the simple fact that the, the, the him, but the, the teams were playing, Honestly, I really think there's going to be a lot of goals scored. I mean, 3-0 is a big a, is a big deal. Yeah. Um, now you got Brighton who's not the best team, and to your point, we weren't playing the best against the weaker teams, but I think now that we've got this squad, I don't see how we don't go on and get 3 points. And I know we'll talk about it later, but I just you're not going to be able to now at this point set people back there and then think you're just going to go one against four. You do that, And we've got six, I I would argue you've got four to five players right now that can make a deadly pass and we can score a goal. So I just don't see anybody just being able to go, all right, well, it's United. They can't break down a lower block, so let's just play defense and counter away from making a mistake. That ain't going to get you a win anymore. It's not going to happen. Now you've got to watch out for a killer pass, a killer run, and we're going to score. And then guess what? Our defense is pretty damn solid. I don't think De Gea did crap in that game mm. i really don't i don't think i think they had one shot on goal and it was a it just kind of dribbled in and he picked it up so um no I, I i give i give all kinds of credit to Matic in that game i thought he played great i thought he he broke up the play when he needed to um there was a couple passes um, I've, I've seen some threads on twitter um of of Matic that were just some of the passes were just ridiculous um and uh, I just I just the way that it's going right now, you know, rest the guys tomorrow. We'll talk about lineups later, but rest some of them and then just go out and slap the crap out of Brighton. I, I, I don't see us having a problem at all.
0: No, I mean, uh, you talked about Matic. and it always goes back to what I've, what I've always said and the lineup that I always want, like you said, when Bruno came, I wanted a four, one, two, three, right? And basically yeah. that's what we played. Yeah, you you talked about interchanging Bruno and Pogba up and down the 68 68. Um and again, I watched the match again EC. Uh I tried to give Paul Pogba more love when I watched the match. <clears throat> he he showed some glimpses. That's it. For a worldly player, not a worldly player. He's just a just a he, he, serviceable at best. Uh <laughs> 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 serviceable as best because he, uh, he drifted out of that game and then i i mean he had that passing for Marcus rashford awesome yeah I mean he you know he made some good runs uh several times but uh this worldy player i don't see it worldy this world he did see him
1: put like five players on the ground in that game i also, got, did I, see I, I also got a uh
0: I also a blade of grass put his ass on the ground too i don't want to bring that up either but you know, I just, he was the only he was the only, only player there. Uh, but you know, you you want to you know? Okay, all right, we'll talk. All right, again, drifts in and out of games. All right, you see, I didn't see the stamp of Pogba's presence. This this Ballon d'Or contender, this uh, World Cup. Uh, I don't, he didn't even win the Golden Boot or the Golden Ball in the World Cup. But you always say that he was the best team in the French team. But um. This this magnificent figure of a football player, and he he drifted out of that game. I just like you said, uh, Bruno looked rusty as well on some of his passes. I know you said you brought it up on you know some of the decisions and some of his passes. Uh, he looked a little bit, you know. Obviously, everybody has some ring rust on him. Uh, his movement was good, uh, but the player that I'm excited about and I want to see more of, and you got me you've got me my you changed my mind about dan james is greenwood yeah he, even though he didn't score his pace his movement i mean and being willing to take a shot and that you don't see that a lot uh, especially from uh, james right
1: being, yeah and, be, and and it'll it'll come with james yeah. he's young to the league so uh, there's a lot of pressure on you. You gotta. Like, people have to remember Leeds United was where he wanted to be. You don't turn down United. If United call, you go. Um, and then at, at 15 million, 20 million, I guarantee you, the plan was you'll come off the bench, you'll play in FA Cup games, you'll play in the odd Europa game against a horrible team. The kid starts, and starts all season. Mm-hmm. So that's tough. That's tough to come in, lose your father. Still, continue to have to play. He's he's had it stacked up against him, so I'm never going to slight the kid because mm. to come in like he has, and you can't say he hasn't produced. I'm not saying he's produced to the levels of you know let's let's go ahead and start him, and he's worth 100 million now if we sell him. But he has done a job. He has uh, a- a- alleviated stress at times where you need to, you need that that relief. He's so fast. So if teams are pressuring us, he can get down the wing and he can make things happen. Greenwood is is just a better player right now and he may be going forward better than James as far as as careers are concerned I think James Greenwood even got back on defense and helped out Shaw a couple times um, Broke up play and then started started the attack going the other way. So no Mason for me He's one of my favorite players uh, at the club. I want to say he's 20. He might Exciting. be 19 still he's, I'm not not sure he's,
0: no, he's but, than that.
1: Yeah, the, the future the future is bright Um for United up front, that's why I'm kind of like, look, in the midfield is really where I'd like for us to strengthen things uh, on on that wing. So if Greenwood doesn't start, because I for me I think Sancho starts over him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think at that point Greenwood starts to look at his future um, because if if Tony, let's think if Tony stays consistent, yeah, let's say let, let's say go. that happens and stay consistent, Greenwood's not gonna get a sniff. He's not. Because if Sancho comes, Sancho's going to start over him. You're definitely not taking Rashford's spot. So what do you do then? Do you do you play in the hole? You're not. Bruno's there. You are not. You're definitely ain't playing in the sixth. So it, it's a good problem to have. You want these issues. You want these problems. You want to have death, depth. Because for me, injuries happen, right? FA Cup games uh, early in the season against crappy teams. You can play him there. You can play him in the Champions League uh, group stages. You can still play him and keep him happy. So it's a good problem to have. Uh, it's just not really putting him in the position to to be able to start. Um, but but no, I, I think I think with Pago with people, I think people are looking for Paul to to do everything. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a good position for United to be in, to where he doesn't have to. Um, I think looking at if you look back into his career, I know we talked about him in his earlier in his career with Juventus. Um, Pirlo is one of the greatest midfielders of all time, in my opinion. Um, and Pogba played alongside with, uh, uh, with him, and Pirlo talks great about Pogba. That's something that people should go back and look at the things that he said about him. But what he what he allowed him to do was just play his game. And I think before we had players all together and intact the squad that we do, I think people are looking at Paul like, man, ninety eight million. Like, we paid all this money, you know, you're here now, you need to do it all. And statistically, if you look at his statistics from Juve to United, they're better at United. We We need him to do a job. And I feel like he does a job, and I feel like he doesn't dominate the ball because he doesn't need to now. He needs to get it forward to Bruno. If he's in the other position, he needs to get it forward to the strikers. That's what he does. He created four chances in that game. It's not his fault that Rashford whiffed on the ball. It's not his, it's not his fault that one of his own players on a great run uh, got in his way. I really it really ticked me off. I'm like, it's like move out of the way. He's already done three people just dirty, and the other guys are just standing there going, "Oh my gosh." So I just think that with Paul, people are looking for every game, to, you know, two assists, a goal, you know, a goal from. We're just looking for all of these things. I think Paul shows you his class in that he's able to be in the game, be very involved, but he doesn't need to dominate. That's not what he does. He's looking for you to put players around him, good players. They don't have to be great. Put some good players around that can catch the ball that aren't going to give it away and just play it side to side, that are, that are going to be creative. Bruno's perfect for that. If you look at Bruno at sporting, Bruno can play uh, in, the, in the six no problem. He's done it. He's done it a bunch. So for him to do it at United, it it doesn't shock me at all. So, no, I I think I think Paul's doing exactly what we need him to do. Um, He worse. He will score goals. He will get assists because, like I said, he created chances in that game. Um, And so I I know where you're at. And I listen, (laughs) it's going to take you some time, but you will come around. I'm telling you, just just give it some time.
0: I hope so. I I just. You know, you've always made the argument about, you just said it again, um, Paul Pogba can't do anything because there's nobody around him. Now, the <laughs> counter-argument is Paul Pogba is what he is because of the player that he played with. Like you said, Piero the greatest greatest midfield, so he allowed Pogba, Pogba to do his own thing. So is Pogba a product of the system that he played in, or is he really great? Like, he can't have it both ways. You can't say, "Well, nobody. I mean, he has he has trash around him. So, what do you expect Paul
1: Pogba to do?" No, uh, I think but, you have to. I don't. Uh, I think players. Uh, I think a lot of people. Are. Go ahead.
0: No, no, because you can't have you. You can't have the same argument that no, well, you know, that you Paul Pogba is great player, and well, he has nobody around him. Well, he played with great players that you know, like Pierlo, which made Paul Pogba. You know, I don't. with, with I don't know. Just the argument that can't ring true to both.
1: You can't say. I I think players. I think people. If if you're okay, this is this has always been my my thing with people. When you look at players, you have to put that player in the right system. You have to, and that's basketball, football. If you're a great talent, right? Mm -hmm. You're you're a great player. You've been great all of your life, and you get drafted, right? A team drafts you. There's nothing you can do. Like I'm talking, I'm talking like NFL, NBA. There's nothing you can do. Like you get drafted into that team. Mm -hmm. If they run a certain system that doesn't fit to your skill set, you're not going to thrive. Like if I throw you into a a situation, just look at any number one basketball player that goes into that number one team. They set it up to where you go to a trash team. Now that player might have some individual greatness, which again, look at the statistics from Juve to United. His statistics are better, but it doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't translate to trophies. It's the same thing when you look at NBA players, NFL players. They go to these trash teams. There's nobody else but you. Everyone's looking at you because they're like, we just gave you 50 million guaranteed. We made you the number one player on our squad. Your jerseys are selling out of the doors. What are we going to do now? Well, guys, the reason you picked me is because you sucked. United was not doing. One player anything. can't make the
0: difference. You see, what's the difference? Or one player, then that, if that one player, Bruno Fernandez makes that much of a difference. Bruno's a world class player. If that one player, if that one player makes such a difference, because that's all we brought in since since the beginning since the beginning of the season, and one transfer window, one player. And if you're telling me now that Bruno Fernandez is the that that difference, that difference then that means Bruno is a world-class player, Bruno is a worldie, and Pogba is just another, a a jag, just another guy.
1: For me, I think Bruno's ascension into the squad, I think it was great. And I think he talks about, if you listen to his last interview, he talks about the fact that, yes, he came in and things were great for a couple of games. And I think that's where he even understands. It's been a couple games, guys. Like, it hasn't been... Two, three seasons of this consistent great look at the last two games that Bruno Fernandez has played in. And I'll argue he hasn't played well. No. Now, now now no one's no one's saying anything. No one's oh, Bruno's not, no one's saying a word. Right? Because he came in and for four or five games was the best midfielder we've ever seen in our lives. He even said it today. The moment he starts playing crap people are going to start talking crap about him. So I don't I don't get caught up in this new wave and he played so great. I think it's awesome. I think it's great. But it doesn't mean that you're world class. You have to be consistently on this level for years great. for someone to say, Thank you know you. what, he's a world class player. You can't just say, well, he played four or five good games. He had some assists, got us some wins. Well, you just so made world-class. my
0: argument about Paul Pogba. Years yes, Paul, not, he Pogba, go, he has never been consistent. Ahead. He's never go been ahead. consistent. You see, uh, Paul what? Pogba has never been consistent.
1: No how, no, 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 how is that possible when you go to a club oh in Juventus and win four straight Scudettos? How is it possible to go to Piano? the World Cup, win the World Cup?
0: Mbappe, Kanté, Giroud, also one of the top
1: goalkeepers in the world. Yes. Lloris. And so when you when nah, you're nah. in that squad, if you don't produce, did he not produce in the World Cup?
0: He was a jag, just another guy. He produced. yes or no? He had a couple of passes. Did he win the ball? No. Did he? No, did no, did, no, he, no, did no, he win no. the Golden Ball? Was he the best he, player at the tournament?
1: He assisted. No. The did, the goals was he the best the player in tournament? He assisted the goals in the finals in the very last match of the game. Mm. Who assisted the goals that that helped them win the game? Go ahead, you can say he, it. he did. It's Paul okay, Pogba.
0: you want okay, you want to um, Paul Pogba? Um, you want to do finals goals? Look at who uh, Germany. Uh, uh, Miroslav Klose M- 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 is the best goalkeeper uh, goal scorer in Germany's ever seen. Where is M- what what career has Miroslav Klose has he had in 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 in, in, in in uh, in in play in uh, league play. He played for Byron, you know. Yeah, okay, you were, you know. It's just, He's not this world class world beater, but just because you have a good tournament doesn't mean shit. The po- Lucas Podolski, Podolski
1: was a breakout player at the World Cup too. When he when I'm he saying, played, what, you're you're telling me that he's not consistent. Uh, he's not? He couldn't get any games at United. He went. To it, United. it wasn't going to happen, so he leaves. Yes. He did it He didn't want to leave though. He didn't want to leave United. He even told his mom, listen to the last interview he had, I don't understand what's going on, and she said, don't worry, you'll be back. He didn't want to go. We're
0: not talking he about as his, his heart's at, he you He and goes about...
1: to Juventus, <laughs> All right. and he doesn't, he doesn't sit on the bench. He tells United fans, watch what I do. And he goes out there and kills it, and he still gets no credit. And what does United do? Even though they are the ones that told him to go, all right, they bring him back. We're moving on, dude. Uh, I, the, I mean, the fans, I the fans, fans are, are going to get sick of
0: like... me, sick of this argument about Paul Pogba. All right, I. Yes, okay. You see, I'm going to give him a chance. I am going. I'm going to say. i will mark this right here at one hour and five minute or one hour and six minutes into this show. I am going to give Paul Pogba a chance from now on. Is that are we good now? We are good. Okay, I'm going to give him a chance. So now the fans have it on record at an hour and six minutes into this show. I will give Paul Pogba a chance, and I'm pretty sure the fans are getting tired of this back and forth between you and I and Paul Pogba. All right, let's get on. Let's let's move on with the show. Uh, I think that's all pretty much from the match. Uh, Ole's tactics, he got it right. Okay, okay. Again, another argument here. Did Ole get it right, or was it the squad? The squad selection and all there's no there's ole has no part in the tactics uh but when we lose it's all because ole has no tactics and the, the squad selection what is it what 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 argument do we do, do people don't want
1: to give ole credit for you have to give ole credit for the last you. game you have to that's why you have to criticize him for the Spurs game yeah he's the coach he's the gaffer you can't he's not allowed to get away with the starting lineup that's he picked them Carrick didn't say nah, man let's he picked them Yep. So he gets credit where credit is due. That's the same thing with the players. You play well, you're gonna get points for it. You play like crap, people are gonna say you play like crap. So, no, all he gets credit for that. He gets credit for the transfers. He gets tons of credit. I like. I know I don't want him to be the the be all end all because I just don't. I haven't seen patterns of play until right now, and it's crazy because it's all the players are back. But you have to give him credit. Like you, you can't, you can't be. Oh, I don't like Ole, so I don't care. It's all the players that like he had nothing to do with it. Pogba didn't pick that team, Rashford didn't pick that team. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer picked that team, and they went out and won the game. So you got to You got to give him credit where credit is due. Well,
0: we'll close the book on Sheffield United. Great match. we uh, we got our three points. Now we have Brighton uh, next this coming Tuesday. But tomorrow, you see, tomorrow, (laughs) FA Cup, uh, we have Norwich in the quarterfinals. Ole's, I think, uh, I didn't get to see the full um, presser today, but Ole's already said that he he wants to win a trophy, and this is a trophy that he set his sights on. What kind of team do we, what's the strength of our squad tomorrow, and do we risk playing somebody like Bruno and Pogba, starting them. I mean, they can come off the bench, I think, Um, especially for a team like Norwich. Um, Yeah. Do we play – do we want to risk Martial, Rashford? I mean, it's – especially with the the guys coming off injury, I wouldn't risk Rashford or Pogba. And Bruno, I think – granted, prior to the break – um, he was playing almost every game and all the, all the matches. Now we've had this break, so I think Bruno could probably play a full ninety if we want. If if we're winning, bring him off. Um, but who do we play? I mean, do we give um, we give Williams a chance? Do we um, do we play Sergio Romero? I mean, because he's been playing an F A Cup game, so it's this is there's a lot of there are a lot of components to move around. Yeah. Uh, and is the risk moving those components around um, worth the reward?
1: Yeah, I, I think I think all kind of letting the fans, letting the fans hear what they want to hear. I, I, obviously, we all want to win a cup, um, but I think he understands the importance of Champions League. Mm-hmm. And that that doesn't just go with um, the players he has, but it goes to it goes to the world when you can look at a transfer and say, look, we're playing Champions League football next season. So I, I think he's going to start um, some of the starters. Um, I think Bruno going to be one of those guys. Um, I think uh, uh, McGuire is going to be one of those guys. Um, and uh, I think he's going to mix it up quite a bit besides that. I think James gets a run. <clears throat> I think Greenwood gets a run. I think Igalo gets a start. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to mix it up quite a bit. Um, and, and, and to your point, I mean, even if you don't start the likes of Pogba or Matic, you can bring them off the bench if things are going uh, bad. Uh, unfortunately or fortunately, however you want to look at it, for Norwich, they're not playing so good right now at all. Um, they're actually playing crap right now. So it kind of benefits us to get some of these younger guys in. I think Scott McTominay starts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can start Fred. Um, and these aren't, these aren't crap players. That's the thing that's so great about where we're at right now. I'm saying... Well, we could play Scott like Scott's some crappy player. He's not. He's a good player. Like, oh, we're gonna have to bring on Fred. Fred's having a great season, so we're bringing. We're gonna be able to bring in players, rest players, and then focus on what I think is um, a huge, a huge, huge goal for him, um, which is getting up top four. Because Ch- let Leicester look like they're they're more likely to lose points than Chelsea does, and I think they've already dropped a couple points. So, no, I, I think he plays a decent strong team not the number one team um and i think they slap norwich anyway i think they they beat them by a couple goals anyway um and if things get shaky or they get a little testy i think he'll bring in subs i think he'll bring in the likes of pogba and and, and rashford and 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 maybe even tony to to to, to come in and, and and sneak a goal if, if they need it but i don't think they're gonna need it i just think this is the perfect draw what are the hell? Um, it sucks. It sucks because you know he he honestly like he he messed up, right? He messed up in the game before. He didn't have crap to do in the game before that. Yeah. Um, I would play Romero. Um, no slight to to, to De Gea because I'd start him against Brighton. I'd bring him right back. But I just think, I just think Romero. Um, you know, one is a great servant for United, and I think you you bring him in in the FA Cup game against Norwich. Um, not a lot of risk there. He's a good keeper. So it's not a lot of risk. You, you put him in, let him play, um, and uh, let De Gea sit down for a minute. And, uh, you know, you bring him back in a couple days. So I, I would play him. I don't think it's big controversy, again, because of, who one, who we're playing the stage we're playing on. It's the quarterfinals. If this is the final, I think De Gea starts. Mm-hmm. Right? I, think, yeah. I think he plays. I don't think it's a question. He is still the number one. And he's not crap. Like, he had a bad game. He's good. He's just not to the levels of where he was when he was the best in the world. He's, he's not there. He he consistently has been bad for a couple seasons now, a couple seasons. So, so no, I, the way I look at it, it um, you know, you, you start Romero. Um, you bring in some of the kids. I mean, I'd like to see Gomez get a run. I, I'd like to see Chung get some time. Um, bring in some of the guys that we all are starving to kind of see play, to see kind of where they are. Are they going to be United players or are they going to be loan outs? Like, what are we doing with these guys? Because for me, to your point, you know, when the summertime transfer window opens, um, who are we going to go get, you know, are we going to be in the market for players? Or are we just going to kind of be sitting around? Well, we've got Gomez, we've got Chung, so we'll be fine. Like, is that what we're doing? Um, I like the Brandon Williams shout too. Why doesn't he get a run? I think, I think he showed that he can play. Um, so, so give him some time, let some players get their legs out from underneath of them and, and, uh, Go out there and beat the crap out of
0: them. I agree. I mean, I, I would like to see because if you look at the FA Cup, still there's some big boys in there. What yeah. Chelsea, City, uh, is Arsenal in there? I can't remember. I mean,
1: there's still uh, some, no, they got knocked out.
0: They got knocked out. I know there's three. There's us and three other big boys that are still in this in the, in the competition. Is it something with the games coming fast and hard? I think our focus needs to be on the Premier League. Uh, top four uh, i don't want to risk you i don't want to risk that one game to win the european championship to get a, to get a spot i'd rather put all my eggs in a basket and just go on top four so um i know trophy would be nice and ole and i know that 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 rich tradition of the fa cup trophy uh but <coughs> i don't think united with sir alex i don't think put much put much put much uh you know um emphasis on winning it because he's always he'd always play kids in it and i think because yeah. he would rather win the premier league and champions league and i think champions league is our goal our end goal um and we just need to save our save our save our legs for brighton because like i said these games are coming fast and hard um brighton no, you're,
1: you're right you're right on arsenal so you got norwich united sheffield arsenal sunday mm-hmm. leicester chelsea sunday newcastle city, man city sunday yeah.
0: So, I mean, so those are. Oh, so you got. I mean, there's still. You, a, got,
1: a, you got a lot of top six in
0: there. And it's it's a rough road. It's going to be a rough road just to win t- one title. And <laughs> if we play City in a, a, semifinal, you know, Bruno, Pogba, Martial, Rashford are going to be playing th- that match. And then we have a good. Uh, we have to do a turnaround. A turnaround two days later to, for a league match, and then we draw or we lose. I mean, I mean the fans will be fucking pissed. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> <Salute>. <laughs> that's the beauty that's the beauty of it right that's that's where we talk about in or out. that's where that's where you earn it right how do you pick a team tomorrow that's going to be able to have your fittest team for brighton how do you turn around play city in the middle of the week and then turn around and play a lesser team you know because that's what we've got left in the league and so he's going to have to say to himself how do i balance that mm-hmm. i know i got to get three points yeah. i know i do but I've got two chances to win a cup this year. I'm not winning the Premier League. I've got FA Cup and I've got UEFA. So where do, what do I do? I honestly think UEFA is his best chance to win a cup. That's my honest opinion. Um, because for me, and I'd have to look that up too, so, I don't think there's too many tough teams left.
0: Uh, there's pretty tough ones. Sevilla, I think, uh, Inter. Um, Let's see. Wait. There's some pretty tough ones. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to put all my eggs in. One basket like Jose did. Hell, Jose did. It, I mean, his call. He made the correct call. Um, it, in my opinion, wasn't the right call because I think he gave up on the league too quick. Uh, and then, you know, those, you know, the oh, home and away, home and away, I can understand. But in that champion game, champion, the the the, the, the championship game, mm-hmm. putting all your eggs in one basket to get Champions League, I just rather, I just rather flat out get top four. Let's hope the city band, I mean, if we get top four or if we stay in fifth, I think let's hope that city band holds up and we have two spots, hopefully, if we go after the fourth position. Uh, we have two spots to get in Champions League rather than just put a, all, our, all our eggs in one basket.
1: I'm trying to find anything here. But they're not giving me the teams. I know we got wrapped Lask um, to come back to United. We're already up five goals to nil. While you're
0: looking that up, I'm going to set up the next topic, transfers, right? There haven't been been much transfer news. I don't want to beat a dead horse, Jaden Sancho. It has been the only link that we've had here previously. So I'm going to give you another another route. Looking at the team right now, looking at a full and healthy squad of what you see what you saw at at Shetfield? We're not going to do Tottenham because it, we looked rusty. What do we need? What positions do we need? And how many players do we need? Compared, I know they're only they're only talking about bringing like one or two players in, but how many players do we need? And what positions would you like those? Uh, would you like
1: filled? Yeah, um, definitely, definitely that uh, that right wing. Um, I mean, obviously, you've seen Olay switch it up between. James and Greenwood, so he's still kind of letting them both know, look, I like you guys. I'm gonna give you both a run of games and see what you see what you guys got. that's what he's done. So that's definitely somewhere he doesn't feel um, that that spot solidified. Um, Lingard, I think, is a good center back. I just think we need a little bit more of a pacier center back because McGuire is our captain and he's not going anywhere. Um, and I think you've got to put somebody with a little bit more speed. Obviously, the goal against Spurs, I think if you've got somebody that's a little bit pacier there, that might get broken up. Um, Matic, 31, 30 years old, something like that. Um, I know they're grooming McTominay, but I think McTominay likes to get forward a little bit more. So I think it'd be smart to bring in someone who strictly wants to be a center defense midfield player, like don't want to get forward, don't want to score goals, just wants to break up play, get the ball into the midfield, take the ball off the goalie take the ball off the center backs that's all they want to do can they go out and find a veteran not a young 20 22 year old like a veteran cuz i know they've been talking about Declan Rice go get a a proven center defense mid bring him in and let him know look we would like for you to play just how Matich plays like make those passes break up play do those things that are going to keep us in a game and help out our center backs hell even help out our our, our wing backs if they get beat as well, um, I think those are the three things um, that they need to definitely focus on. Um, I know Grealish, um, he's he's one that wants to get forward. Sancho wants to get forward. Um, you know, Koulibaly has been thrown around as a center back pairing with McGuire. Um, I don't think that's going to happen either. Um, I would love Varane, I know that's never going to happen. But um, no, I think I think that's where the focus needs to be on the on those three things. Obviously, Sancho would be a great uh, right wing player for us. Um, you know, like I said, center backs is going to be difficult. Um, I like DeLitt, Um, I like Veron. I like Koulibaly. Um, those three guys I think would be great uh, to bring in. But, you know, DeLitt, is he pacey enough for me? No. I think he's that he's he's McGuire. Really, he's 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 that Maguire. Veron though, he's got enough pace. He's got enough speed um, to get where you have to go. And he's got great feet. So I, I, that would be my uh, that would that would be a great steal, but um, Madrid are not. They're not going to let that happen. Um, and I think you talked about Koulibaly earlier, going to um, possibly City, um, which would suck, <laughs> but because they defensively they're trash. I mean, you you saw it again yesterday. Um, City City need help on defense uh, for sure. I hope they don't get it. But um, no, that's where I would look. I don't know. What what do you think?
0: Uh, we need a striker.
1: <laughs>
0: um, we do, EC. Uh, Igalo's, Igalo's only uh, in, And look and listen, listen.
1: I'm uh, listening. I'm with I- you. Go Igalo, ahead. Let Igalo's make contract, your argument. Make your argument. Igalo's
0: contract's only good to January. I got you. Then he goes back to China. Yes, we have a uh, Greenwood, but like you said, I mean, who knows what's gonna happen with him if we get Jaden Sancho? Is he gonna want to go on a loan or not? Because he needs first. He needs first team football. He needs to start. Greenwood needs to start honing his craft, and he ain't gonna hone his craft if he's sitting behind a second-rate uh, championship striker like Tony Martial. So we need a striker. We need to go out and get a striker. Who that striker is? I mean, obviously, Timo Werner's. It's not him, you know, when he already he's already signed with Chelsea, that's official. So we need a striker, and um, we need obviously the right wing. Um, <coughs> we've been. Hurting for a right wing since Ronaldo left, um, we have not replaced that that position. We've tried to, uh, but we need an out-and-out true right winger, and not a and not a number ten converted to a right winger. That's my problem with Havertz. Is if we get Kai Havertz, even as he is, as he is a talent, is he going to be on the wing or is he going to want to drift inside? And we have that problem. We've had it with Mata. We've tried it with Mata. We've tried it with other many players on that wing. Wanting to drift inside. So you have this void right there. You have this void on the right side (coughs) that gets wasted. Um, We needed attacking mid. attacking mid. And the reason I say this is to challenge Pogba and Bruno. And to (coughs) to have a second option. Um, cause this option of if Pogba's gonna sit, you're gonna bring in Fred and McTominay, uh, and or and you sit Pogba and Matic, you're gonna bring Fred and McTominay. That only leaves Bruno as the only only attacking option in the midfield, you know, cause Fred and McTominay are, are more are more are more so defensive mids. So we need somebody to say, okay, you know, we're gonna sit, we're gonna sit Bruno. So we're gonna have, um like you say, Jack Grealish would be the perfect. um Perfect fit, um, or James Madison would be a good fit. Jack Grealish, we've already—I've already had my piece on him if about his, his his mentality as being a professional. Is he up to the challenge, especially with the limelight, the spotlight as big as as big as you, I have on myself right now? It's going to be a lot brighter uh, at United, and if he makes makes keeps making knucklehead mistakes, he's just, he's going to flame out, and I don't want to see that. So, but yet yeah, we need another attacking mid. Um, I'm not taking saying to replace Pogba, because I really want. I really, again, you got me at, at a minute six. You got me um, you changing my tune at Paul Pogba. So I would like to see um, a full season with 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 Bruno. But I, we need that option to if we're gonna rest Pogba or we're gonna rest Bruno. We have that player that we just plug and play, and not and not and not. Give up continuity, continuity, to our Ford offense and sacrifice our offense for our defense because I think um, obviously you said it. We need a a, a true a true CDM um, and not of these makeshift CDMs like we see with uh, Fred and McTominay. Even though they're good players, uh, they're squad players. They're not a true uh, starting starting player. Matic, hell, he was. He was a squad player, but apparently he's gotten he drank from the fountain of youth, and he's looking uh, more menacing, uh, more menacing after this COVID break than anything. And I think you know we need to bring, like you said, somebody that can start at the CDM and uh, make make an impact. Um, Luke Shaw, and Brandon Williams. That's interesting. <sighs> I've. I've rated Luke Shaw these past two games, even though he made the he made the mistake with Bergwijn. Um I think he's 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 looking you know he's looking better, uh, and I think the competition with Brandon Williams and I want to see Brandon. We haven't seen him yet uh, since we've come back. Um, Basaka, I don't know. He's been working on his offense. Easy. That was the only knock on Basaka. The dude's a hell of a defender, and it looks like in this this whole seat, this whole little break, he's been looking on his game going forward, and he's look and it's it's looking better.
1: And I'm very yeah, excited. no, it, it's looking a lot better. It, bet, it's looking a lot better, I and I, he he's had that in his locker. He just the problem with with him for me is he looks so damn weird going forward. <laughs> hey, it does not look, look pretty. awkward? It as
0: hell? doesn't have to look pretty. See, hey, I, I know, but doesn't it look like he looks like he's
1: like he's gangly, he's just—he's tall. I mean, he's a tall guy. I mean, that's the That's it. That's Exactly. You hit it right on the head. He's just a tall, right back, gangly no, left back. looking right back. So front. when he, yeah, so when he makes his moves, it it doesn't look smooth. Like Messi's like five 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 six, so it looks smooth. A little short guy yeah. cutting in and out. You know, Basaka's 6'2", six two, and so he just looks all weird, but he makes it happen. So no, he, and nah, then, and, he's
0: and that's something that he's worked on. And you could tell that he's worked on it because there's a, there's a difference between the way he went forward at the beginning of the season to now it looks totally different. And, and the transformation for some, a player like that, and you're right, it, this looks weird because most backs are what? They're shorter. I mean, they're, they're short shorter.
1: Yeah, they're not this. He's huge. He could play center back if you wanted.
0: To. I mean, even Trent Alexander-Arnold is tall like him, but yet, okay, maybe I don't want to give this man too much credit. Number sixty-six for, or sixty or whatever he is for Liverpool. But I mean, he looks good going down the pitch. Uh, but yeah, you're right, I mean, but he's tall, but he's doing the job, and he and he put that in his locker and he's honing that craft. So I want you know, I you know, I want. Um, I want you know him to get better and if we keep Delit or the I'm sorry uh, as a utility back okay I think we're solidified at the back position you talk about center back I'm in agreement with you we need um, we need a quality center back I don't want Koulibaly. bali it's too old. He already's too old, and the money you're going to be putting in, and the money you're going to be paying him on weekly wages, it's not worth, the risk is not worth the reward because you're only going to have him for two or three seasons at top billing, and then you're going to have to get rid of him. So um, I would like somebody younger. Obviously, Matez Delit is not getting game time with Juventus right now, um, and he was their big money transfer this summer. But to get Delit, you're looking at having to give probably give juventus what they want and which is paul pogba and a swap deal plus cash uh that juventus will be getting back to us because i don't see juventus wanting any maybe the hey you know what maybe de Ge- david de Gea.
1: we do a swap that's deal. what i'm saying a that's what i'm deal. saying hey, man back, i can back. i can completely see it but
0: a swap deal for Delit. i know you're saying that um you want veron veron shit he's He's been playing Madrid with Madrid. He's 30 years old. EC. that kid's 30 years old. I mean, I know he's not, but damn, it seems like he's playing for Madrid a very long time. I mean, he's been playing with Madrid since Jose is there. And yes, yeah. he's a quality, quality, quality back. Um, but I think DeLitt and, and Maguire. I think Dilitt could probably, um, you know, shine. But I know there's some there's some other uh, CDMs. I'm I'm very wary about keeping. Um, I like Eric Bailly's grit. I think Eric Bayi is the uh, a fragile Sergio Ramos. And I'm not saying quality on the way they play, because obviously the, uh, Bailly can't keep healthy. I'm saying, you know how Sergio Ramos always makes that boneheaded mistake once in a blue moon and it costs a costume match? That's Eric Bailly for us. Eric Bailly... Yeah. Has that in his locker to make this boneheaded play, and it costs us a red card, costs us a penalty in the box. But the way he plays, ninety-five percent of the time, you know, ninety-nine point nine percent of the time, he's quality. But he's, he gets hurt. You can't, you um, can't make the club in the tub, you know. And that's the thing. He, you know, he just, he is he hurt. And, but I'm, you know, he scares me sometimes in some of the tackles he puts in because it's like, oh, you know, that could have been a red or it could have been a second yellow to a red or blah, blah, blah. It could have cost us a penalty. But, I mean, we need a reliable CDM, I mean, center back, I'm sorry. And uh, Lindelof is doing a job, um, but we need to improve that position. And obviously, David De Gea, we've already said, we've talked about him. So, um, Hell, Juventus for Delit, make that happen at Woodward. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, you see, that's pretty much it. Um, last thing that I wanted to ask you, man, and uh, we—I know we had our Black Lives Matter uh, pod two pods ago. What Burnley did with the Burnley plane of all white lives matter and the uproar? First of all, give me your opinion. Give me your thoughts. Of, of of what that 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 plane that flew that banner, um, I did I saw it after the fact because I slept late that day I didn't I didn't see it full time I don't know if you were you were able to see it, um, all I've all I've done is 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 hear the reactions afterwards and see the photos afterwards, um, but if you want if you, if you want to talk about this just give me your reaction on that.
1: Yeah, I know. I was watching the game. I heard it. Obviously, I didn't see it because they didn't show it, which was great. But they they did. You could hear it flying over. The commentators um, said it looks to to be a plane flying over. Um, And so you kind of just thought, well, if they're saying it, there's got to be something there. Um, Just like any other sport, um, you know, banners have flown over stadiums with messages before. Um, This was obviously different because of the climate um, and and then obviously what it said, um, and then and then what was attached to it, which uh, at the very end was Burnley, and I'll talk about kind of um, what they what they kind of said in a statement, and then what their captain said afterwards. Um, no, I just you know it sucks because it's one of those deals where um, every single player um, is in unison; they're all taking a knee, um, they're all, all trying to be on the same page, and. Here you have someone or a group of people, you know, could have been one rich guy or several rich people who came together and said, hey, let's uh, let's one, get a plane. Let's two, get a banner. Uh, let's make it say all you know, white lives matter, you know, Burnley. And, and let's fly it as soon as the game starts so everyone will know um, that we're here. Um, it, it was sad. It was really sad. Um, and, you know, anger, I think, for me anyways, I'm, I'm just kind of past that. I'm more on to, I've been having conversations with my kids, mm-hmm. um, talking to their friends as well as we've gone out and we've protested a couple times now, uh, in Oklahoma, uh, once in the city and then once downtown. And so I think everyone now is, is, is open to listening if, if they're not, uh, African American. Uh, and I think, those guys uh, over there, as you can see with the the the, the Churchill uh, protest, I think they feel as though um, what Black Lives Matter is to them, it means that you know white lives are crap or they don't matter. And I think it's it's kind of it makes no sense to think that way. I think I think if you talk to anyone that 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 is. Saying that Black Lives Matter, I, they, you, you should by this point now understand that that doesn't mean uh, that white lives don't matter. It just means that at this point, at this climate, where we are, um, it's time to uh, stop violence um, against, against people of color. Um, because, you know, in the midst of all that's going on, um, you're seeing there was a young Hispanic kid who was shot. He was actually a security guard um, who was shot and killed. Um, and there've been no, there've been no arrests. So this is, this is something that has been going on with, uh, people of color for quite some time. And so for them to do this, um, you know, it just lets you know that it's obviously that the uh, racism is still out there and ignorance is still out there. And I think that's the biggest point. Um, the club right away went up, went onto Twitter and, and denounced, um, that they, they said they didn't have anything to do with it. Uh, and then I thought, which was even better after the game. Um, I I, I want to. I don't want to screw up his name. I think it's Ben Me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, he's the captain of Burnley. Uh, came out and denounced it. Said they don't stand for that. Um, they're not with it. The players were pissed. Um, uh according to him, um, for, for for seeing that they didn't like it at all. Um, and so they have both uh, thrown that banner in the trash can. So. It just lets you know, you know, that there's still people out there that don't get it, um, probably will never understand it, and don't want to have a conversation about it. They just, um, they think it's an attack on on their race, and it's, uh, it, it was just really, really sad to see.
0: When I read about it, I heard. I mean, when I heard and read about it, I, it didn't surprise me. Yeah, it didn't surprise me because, I don't. We don't see that. In American sport, right? But I think
1: football has. Well, my, minus, minus NASCAR.
0: <laughs> well, first of all, I, said I don't that. want
1: to get off on a tangent, but I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> but football, European football has been fighting this for ages, you see. And it's been a. I mean, how mo- I mean, how long have we had this a say no to racism? say no to racism campaign in, in by FIFA and UEFA. Uh, but you know, year in and year out, you hear, um, you know, like the, the incident with, uh, De- Danny Alves, right? Some, you know, them, you know, them throwing him a, a banana, right? And, banana yeah and, 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 um, you hear incidences in Germany, of you know, uh, abuse that the, the African players, uh, from the African continent, uh, um, have, uh, have 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 gotten from fan bases. I think Patrice ever said um, when he played for um, that Sicily team, and they would go around uh, before he went came to United. You know, he says my fans were great to me, but when you went to other people in Italy, you went to other people's the other towns. You know, you get you know get shouted out. You know, racist slurs. I mean, in in any language, you know what a racist slur is. It doesn't matter if it's yeah. The N word, the, the W word for mech, for Hispanics, um, it doesn't matter. You know what that you know you know what that language is, and and, and, and I mean it 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 has a very it has a very heavy hand to you know to your ego and to you know to your psyche because uh, you know like you said people say it as a last resort to get under your skin and, yeah. and especially for footballers. So this is not something new. So when 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 it happened um i didn't it didn't surprise me what's it's just sad you know yeah it's it's sad because now i mean i think they caught the guy uh from what i read they caught the guy they found out who he was obviously i don't know if he's gonna get charges brought up to by by the authorities uh but obviously burnley have reacted uh the guy's basically not, you know, persona non grata with Burnley, uh, season tickets, blah, 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 you know, whatever. Uh, they should out the guy's name, you know. Um, I, I, you're probably a better man than I, but I believe in the mob mentality. Uh, they should out the guy's name <laughs> and, and, let, and let the people deal with it. But, uh, <clears throat> besides the point, this is something football has been fighting for a very long time, and, and <clears throat> It's gonna take a generation like this, you know, a generation like what we're, what we're dealing, what we have here in the states, <clears throat> generation like your kids, uh, my kids, uh, to help wipe this out because um, it's not going away, and I don't think it's gonna go away. Uh, and I think instances like this prove that uh, the old mentality is still out there, and it's gonna take the kids like Rashford, it's gonna take the kids like um, you know Sancho and all them, Martial, you know, Pogba, you know, these players, and players and, and then players of other color to join hands, unlike what they've been doing, you know, kneeling, everybody in unison kneeling before. I mean, the game starts already. The, the whistle blows, and everybody takes a knee for a second or two and gets back up and play resumes. Um, that's, that's a great gesture, but it's going to take, you know, it's going to take action, right? Action from all players to say, you know what, if we hear something in the stand, um, you know, at a, a United match, um, just give United, for example, right, against, say, City's um, Raheem Sterling, right, something was said in the stand, it was going to take United fan, United players to say, you know what, we're not going to play anymore, we're going to walk off with City players, and you know what, guys, this is y'all's fault. It's going to take some action like that you know to unify to stop this especially stop this at the stadiums I mean granted we probably can't do it in, in in society but it's gonna take a unified front from the players to say you know what I'm united he's city but you know what I'm gonna stick up for this this man because you know what I believe in what he believes in and it's gonna take things like that and then until that happens every you know kneeling in in, 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 in kneeling and all that stuff is it's great it's a great gesture but it's gonna take you know players sticking up for players, teams sticking up for teams to help root, root out this, you know, you know, root out racism.
1: No, it is. And I think you hit it right on the head with, you know, you, you named out some of those players and then you hit it on the head and you said, you know, the white players stepping up to the, you know, Brazilian, the, you know, Portuguese, the I mean every every nationality is is down with it. No one is like not getting down with the with the program, so I just I just think that that's what it's going to take. I think you hit it right on the head when you said that, and they're doing that. Like they're they're trying to like Ben Me is a white dude, English white dude, and he's like, nah, we we're not doing that. We're not having it. I mean, he came out right after the game and said, nah, that's not that's not what we believe in. We understand what's going on. So that's what it's going to take for things to change. when fans get back, trust and believe, it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. But what do they do? Is it is it the fans around that one guy or girl that say, "Well, we're not having that." Like, get this guy out of here because the players will do it. Like, we've all seen Raheem stop, try to stop the game, and point out, "Hey, that fan just called me this." Like that fan. Like I've seen Balotelli do it on several occasions. Like, kick the ball into the stands. Like, try to stop them from doing it. Walking off the pitch. Could you imagine? just walking off the pitch when when stuff like this happens so no I, I i i for me think it's heading in the right direction um it sucks that you know people still think that it's us you know we're trying to take down uh the white race no it's just ending racism it's ending people being treated unfairly based on the color of their skin like that's that's what it's about so um sad 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 to see it for sure
0: well, You say best, you better than I can, EC, and I'm gonna leave. We'll leave it at that, and uh, let's uh, hope we don't have to talk about this again. But I thought, it, you know, it's something that we needed to need to be brought up. Well, EC, tomorrow, Norwich score prediction, real quick.
1: Yeah, so Norwich, I, I, am predicting three nothing. Wow. Um, I think we're gonna beat the crap out of them. I don't see them getting any chances. They, their form is in the crapper, and. I think we're going to take advantage of that. Um, if for whatever weird reason, these some of the backups that come in play crappy, um, I think the rules for FA Cup apply as they do in the premiership with five subs. Am I correct in that?
0: I believe so, yes, sir.
1: Yeah, so he's Rocks got an opportunity them. to make all kinds of changes if it, if it goes south. I don't see it going that way. Um, Norwich, no, we're going to come down there and we are in form. And players that haven't been playing, trust me, Fred wants to make a point. Tommy wants to make a point. All the guys that haven't been playing, James wants to make a point. Igalo, all those guys are itching to make a point. So I see us winning 3 nothing very comfortably. How about you?
0: 2-1 United. 2-1 United because we'll play a little defensively, and hell, maybe Norwich might be up for this match. Uh, you know me, I'm a pessimist. I'm a glass-half-full kind of guy. I don't want to give... Um, don't want to, don't want to give us too much confidence, but yeah, two one United, uh, we go on to the next round, and let's get ready for Brighton EC. All right, and yes, sir. All right, guys, that's that's it for us, and uh, thank you all for joining. Uh, just want to give a special thanks out to Row from the Row podcast, Victoria Mots Advice from Allison Wonderland Food Truck. She's in South Padre, guys. Go check her out. I don't know how much how, for how much longer because seems like we're shutting down the state again. Uh, but go check her out. She's in South Padre. Um, Roe from the Roe podcast. Podcast. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Mark Hutchison from the uh, South Texas Trainwrecks. And Lucky Diaz, where you at? To the it's a groove of and I can show you how to use it to come along with me and put your mind in the Less conversation, a little more action. All this time, the vision is satisfaction. A little more ride, a little less spark. A little less fun, a little more fun Set your mouth and open up your heart Baby, satisfy me Satisfy no, no, no. me, baby